Listener-supported KFUO, the messenger of good news. I'm Gary Duncan. This is the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our moment of faith with Pastor Doug Nicely of Jerusalem Lutheran Church in Collinsville, Illinois. Hi, Doug. Hi, Gary. Good uh, afternoon to you, and um, hope and pray that things are going well. I have no idea how it's gotten into October already. (laughs) I know. It's so fast. And also, uh, today is uh, my great-granddaughter's birthday. Is it? Yeah. So we'll celebrate uh, her birthday. Absolutely. so she's one year old. That's oh my! Fantastic. It it's is. hard to be talking about time flying. It seems like she was just born a couple of days ago, but yeah, she's already a year old. So today, old. speaking of children, today we want to yes. talk about the hymn "Children of the Heavenly Father." Yes, it's a it's an interesting hymn, um, and it and it has a has a Swedish heritage. We only have two hymns in our hymnal that have Swedish heritage. One of them is Children of the Heavenly Father, uh, and the other is How Great Thou Art. Okay. But you didn't know that. I didn't know that. And How Great oh, Thou no, Art didn't. is one of my favorite songs of all times. And I'm not just okay. putting it's not just the hymn category either. It's in my top it's in my top twenty of all songs. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, let's talk about uh, Children of the Heavenly Father and children's songs. Okay. All right. Well, there are several hymns that we would call children's hymns. Um, I'm thinking, for instance, of Jesus Loves Me, This I Know. But not all songs that use the word children are just about young people. A classic example is the hymn by the Swedish pastor's daughter. She was a PK, pastor's kid, Carolina Sandelberg. And um, here's the first verse. Children of the Heavenly Father, safely in His bosom gather, nestling bird nor star in heaven, such a refuge e'er was given. Well, the story of Carolina isn't long, but it is fascinating. When Carolina was a child, she was stricken with a mysterious paralysis and was bedridden. Her doctors could do nothing for her, and they believed her case was hopeless. One Saturday morning, when she was 12 years old, her parents, the pastor and the pastor's wife, went to church and left her at home so that she could rest. She spent her time praying. When her parents returned home, they were astonished to find her dressed and walking around the house. From that time on, she wrote hymns and poems. At the age of 16, a few years later, she published her first collection of poetry. Throughout her life, she retained her childlike trust in God and appreciation of God's comfort, even in the darkest hours. For many years, I've sung two of the verses of this hymn at the graveside of Christian believers when we were burying them, um, partially because I've got the verses memorized and I don't have to have a book in front of me partially because I think they say so much about us at that time in our life, too. They go like this. Neither life nor death shall ever from the Lord his children sever. Unto him his grace he showeth, and their sorrows all he knoweth. Though he giveth or he taketh, God his children ne'er forsaketh. Is the loving purpose solely to preserve them pure and holy? Well, this last Sunday we heard this reading from St. Mark's Gospel. And they were bringing children to Jesus that he might touch them. And the disciples rebuked them. 
Uh, but when Jesus saw it, he was indignant and said to them, Let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for such belongs the kingdom of God. Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. And he took them in his arms and blessed them, laying his hands on them. So once again, here Jesus explains that there is one type of person, meaning children, who are great in the kingdom of heaven. And I get the impression from Jesus that uh, we all continually have a problem of growing up. Because somehow or another, we are tricked in our life to believe that we know all we need to know. And that's not true. <laughs> We're just always God's children. And the sooner we realize that, I think the better off we are. Here's, here's a story from my uh, Sunday sermon uh, from one of my Bible tour guys, N.T. Wright. You're, you'll be able to understand this when you think about great-grandchildren and grandchildren and all the rest of the people in our families. Mm -hmm. It goes like this. We were staying with friends who had recently become grandparents for the first time. They were telling us of the time when their little granddaughter came to stay overnight while her parents went away for a short time. We were so nervous, they said. We wanted to do everything right. If she did so much as stirred in her sleep, we jumped up to check if she was all right. And when she was crawling around during the day, we had to keep moving things out of her way to make sure that she didn't grab something that might hurt her. We were on the watch the whole time. It was exhausting. So you're not going to do it again in a hurry, did you? I asked, knowing the answer I would get. Absolutely. As soon as they'll let us. We adored having her. Next week, we hope, they responded. The joy of a little child bringing new life into the house far outweighed for them the strain and worry of having to look after her. And I think that's the, that's the lesson we learn from children and grandchildren. And that's a lesson that has to do with faith. Right. That's why there's such a blessing. Mm -hmm. Here's another verse from Carolina that I have yet to say. God his own doth tend and nourish. In his holy courts they flourish. From all evil things he spares them. In his mighty arms he bears them. So God's blessings on you and Marsha Gary for a great grandchild. That's a great blessing. And uh, hope and pray that with a little bit of time off you have in the coming days, you get a chance to have some quality time with the grandkids and the great-grandkids. Yeah, I think we will, I believe so. The other day I was sitting there and Marsha was watching the little baby and I said, you've mm -hmm. got the perfect job. <laughs> I think so. Uh, you know, because it, it was such a blessing. It just as I was sitting there and the baby would bring me something and hand it to me, you know, I'm like, oh. Mm -hmm. So I thought, man, I wish I had this job. I know she has a lot of uh, work with the baby, you know, uh, every Everything oh, they yeah. have to do, but that, like you said, that's offset by the blessing of being with a child. Yeah, in the words of a guy who I visited with, it was a funeral home visitation, <laughs> and he was talking about caring for his, his father when he was uh, getting old and about to die. And, uh, and I said, you know, life has taught me in recent years that it's all about faith and it's all about uh, our life with our family. And he <laughs> said, yeah, and then everything else falls into place. Right. So would you like to lead us in a prayer? Let's do that. Lord, it is good to be known to you as your children. Teach us, in turn, to pray to you boldly and confidently, just as beloved children speak to their dear Father. For we pray in the name of Jesus, the one from heaven who came to earth to make this all possible. 
Amen. Amen. Now, I'm off next week, so we won't do a program, but do you have uh, anything planned for the following week? I do. Okay. Um, I I ran into this theme about talking about the idea of childhood uh, running throughout our lives, and I found another hymn that mentions children and really talks about us at the various stages in our life. The hymn is titled, Go My Children With My Blessing, and it was written by a guy who I have known personally a guy from St. Louis named Yurisov Vida. Okay. And uh, we will uh, we'll take a look at Go My Children With My Blessing the next time we get together. Sounds great. I look forward right. to it. Thanks, Doug. All right. Thank you, and have a good week off. We're the messenger of good news worldwide at KFUO.org. AM850 here in the St. Louis region.